Hey there, my name is Francis Moore and you very much welcome to this podcast. So today I'm going to be sharing with you a clip from John Fish. He is actually a Harvard student and definitely a multi-taxer also. So he's going to be sharing with us why he really thinks reading is quite very important at this point in time than any other time. A lot of us definitely know that reading is important. We've had it so many times from our parents, from our teachers, that reading is so important. We should try to give our time to reading a lot. But do we know really why it's important? So today we are going to be listening to John and he's going to be taking his time to elaborate why reading is and will always be very important. One of the things that you'll notice about the design of many digital products is that they're made for many small interactions. This is especially true of social media, right? Twitter is designed for you to read hundreds of short tweets, short thoughts. Instagram is designed for you to look at hundreds of photos. Messaging and email are designed for you to hold multiple conversations asynchronously, a message or uh, a short email at a time. And it's not just that there are short tasks for each program, but also that these programs are designed to be run in sync with one another. So digital activity tends to be this really heavy context switching behavior. And there are exceptions, of course, you can't characterize all digital activity like this, but it seems to dominate most of what I'm doing right now at least. And I find that the more that I do this activity, the better my brain gets at dealing with it. I get better at context switching. It, it makes sense, right? You're practicing, you're teaching your brain how to think. But the problem underlying this is that not everything worthwhile in life can be done with this rapid context switching. There are some things that require prolonged focus. Think about you know, running a marathon or uh, painting or writing a book. For the most part, it doesn't help you to be really good at context switching when doing these activities. It's, it's not a skill that contributes to that. Being really good at context switching has allowed me to balance things really well between school, work, extracurriculars, my social life. If I wasn't good at context switching, I would have a really hard time balancing them. So it's been really important to me. But being good at concentrating has allowed me to dive into some of these kind of deeper tasks that require concentration. And so I think both are really important. I think that you need to train your brain to be able to think in both ways. And the digital world really feeds into this context switching way of thinking. So a natural question to ask is, well, how do you feed into the concentrating way of thinking? In my experience, the biggest activity which has promoted this way of thinking in my life has been reading. Because it's impossible to read when your brain is in this context switching mindset. You can read the words, but what I find is that if my brain is in the wrong way of thinking and I'm, I'm trying to read, I'll often read like a page and realize I've just been looking at the words and I actually haven't been absorbing anything. I don't know if you have experienced this as well. So reading is this really simple task which requires concentration in order for you to absorb anything. I find that the same is true of audiobooks. If my brain is in this context switching mode of thinking, then I'll just be listening to the words and not absorbing what they mean. And switching your brain into this concentrating way of thinking can be really difficult. I really struggled with it when I started reading regularly. I would, I would sit down and I would start reading and then I'd kind of get lost because I'd get distracted. And it took me a few weeks of reading every day to eventually adapt to it, but it turned into something that I could turn on and off. I could 
sit down with a book and in a few minutes I would be able to concentrate and focus and not be jumping around. And the benefits of training this way of thinking were really big on other aspects of my life. So it helped my studying a lot. Because studying is something that you can kind of do in both ways of thinking, but one is much more effective than the other. If you're concentrating fully while you're studying and you're not in this context switching mode, then you get a lot more done in the same amount of time. And so rather than kind of sitting down to study for four hours, but really being on my phone a little bit and thinking about other things and whatever, I could get the same or more done in just an hour or two. And I found that similar effects carried through in other parts of my life as well. So by training my brain to be able to think in this more concentrating as opposed to context switching way, I was able to improve my life in, in seemingly unrelated ways. And so that's why I think reading is so critically important right now. Because I don't know about you, but I'm spending pretty much all of my day on digital devices doing heavy context switching. And so I find my brain adapting to this heavy context switching way of thinking. And so it's good to have this counterbalance of concentrating, of sitting down and slowing down. Because it helps you appreciate that moment a little bit more if you're able to slow down and concentrate. It's good to have both. Of course, that's not the only benefit of reading. I've talked about reading so many times on this channel at this point. I think it's such a beneficial activity. And I think sometimes people get hung up on some of the simplest things. I get a lot of questions like, should I read fiction, nonfiction, biographies? Should I uh, listen to audiobooks? And truthfully, I don't think that it matters. What matters is that you're concentrating on absorbing the words on the page or in your ear. That's what matters because that's what's affecting the way that you're thinking. And you know, the cool thing about books is that for whatever passion you may hold, you can find a book that was authored by someone who has dedicated their life to that passion. And beyond that, it lets you find passions that you didn't know that you had. And that's why I personally choose to read all sorts of books. I read fiction, nonfiction, biographies. I read all sorts of stuff and I listen to all sorts of stuff. and. The reason is that I love exploring and I love finding ideas and seeing where they connect. And there's no better way to do that than reading. And so that's my case for why reading is so important right now. I think that it's important we feed this concentrating part of our brains, but it's also really cool to explore our passions and to learn about ourselves. And it's just something that I think everyone could benefit from to some extent. This particular podcast is actually going to be giving way for my seven weeks challenge. Now, my seven weeks challenge is I am going to be reading one new book every week for the next seven weeks. For this past week, I took my time to read a wonderful book, which I definitely would recommend you to read. It is simply titled The Go-Giver. Now, we all know who a go-getter is, but do we know who a go-giver is? The Go-Giver is written by Bob Borg and John David Mann. This is a wonderful book. It basically talks about five laws of successful people. And if I would want you to read anything this week, it would be this wonderful book, simply titled The Go-Giver. For this past week, I had taken my time to go through these books. I've read it page page it's about 144 pages already paid by page and it's a wonderful book and i duly recommend you to read it 
now from next week just like i said one new book i'm going to be reading every single week and for next week i am going to be reading seven habits of highly effective people by stephen covey i'm going to be reading that book this week so if you want to join me read that book this week you're very much welcome but we are going to be summarizing it by next week and i'm going to be giving my own insight of what i think about this book so guys we have come to the conclusion of today's podcast i'm so grateful having you here today and i really hope that at the end of these seven weeks we are going to have read seven wonderful books now just to know at the end of every podcast i'm going to give an insight the title and the authors of the book I'm going to be reading the following week. So, if you want to know the book I'm going to be reading the following week, simply continue with me to the end of the podcast and be part of this wonderful journey. Once again, it's your host Francis Moore and do have a wonderful week. Bye.